Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Do I have to do anything? No, I don't have to do anything. You know what you have to do? You need to spray. Mm. Welcome if, to the show, everyone. If you don't so have glad you're with us. spray yet. I sprayed. I know, but if you, the listener. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Our friends. Get some spray. Get some spray. How did they do that? They go to the nowwhatsociety.com forward slash spray. Spray. Hey, it's free. Just so you know, we're not selling you anything. Maybe that was a weird way to start the show. If you've never been here before, you know what? I'm just hanging out here with my friend Tamar Medford. <laughs> I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. And we're hanging out with you and we're stoked that you're with us because mm-hmm. we're here for you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this show is about you. Yeah. It's not about me. No. Is it about you, Tamar? No, it's about, no. It's about them. It's about them, right? Yep. Uh, so today's episode, what are we talking about? I think we have some questions. Oh, yes. From okay. our audience. Okay, let me pull them out. Let me pull I them love out. answering questions because these know. are like, this is when you have to get like real and raw. Yeah, I have to really think about this. Okay, so let me pull it up. Okay, pull it up. Here we go. Here we go. Dear Tamara Lane, I'm thinking about living an alcohol-free life. Why would I pick going to 12-step? over a doctor or coach or something, a program or something like that. Can you help me out with this? And it's for, I'm not going to say who it's from, but yeah. Anonymous. There you go. It's from anonymous. anonymous. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think? I think this comes down to the, you know, the experience over education. And mm. when I talk about this, I'm not taking away from anybody who has an education because kudos, right? That unfortunately was not, I've had a lot of education, but I think I've had more so life education and experience. And so for me, you know, I've gone and seen lots of therapists and counselors and stuff. And I actually currently go to a counselor who is also living an alcohol-free life because when I share things with her, that experience, right, much like you get if you were to go to, say, a 12-step program, um, it's kind of that I know. I know how you're feeling. Whereas someone, you know, that has the education on, say, you know, because the, the topic is quitting alcohol. Correct. Alcohol-free. I just, I'm, I'm thinking about living an alcohol-free life. They may not fully understand what that entails because I think it goes much deeper than just putting down the alcohol. There's some things that you need to do, you know, because how many times do people come home from work when it's a stressful day and the first thing they say is, oh, I could use a drink. Everybody. I mean, I can use that too. (laughs) Uh, But here's the question, right? Why would I pick going to 12 step over a doctor or, or coach or counselor? So why would I pick going to 12 step over the experience experience that's what Absolutely. you're saying Absolutely. experience experience i get yeah experience is so important mm-hmm. i'm thinking i'm just reading the question again i'm thinking about living an alcohol-free life why would i pick going to 12 step over a doctor yeah i i think i'm gonna go with what you're saying tomorrow mm-hmm. it, it just i'm 
blown away by the experience of others more so than the opinion of a doctor. Yeah. I just saying just, you know, when I hear, uh, someone talk about, you know, their son ODing, uh, when I hear somebody talking about, uh, you know, a death, you know, they're talking from that first, first person, that perspective, their heart opens up. A doctor doesn't, doctor doesn't do that. Like, Mm -mm. I I don't know, a coach, depending on the coach might do that, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't think a doctor, it's just a different experience, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would I pick going to 12 step over a doctor coach? I think it, it comes down to experience. It does. Absolutely. And one of the other things that I want to mention is that a lot of people, there's this perception that 12 step programs basically mean that you're, you know, that hardcore, uh, you know, drink every day, homeless, drinking vodka out of a brown paper bag. That's what I actually thought, right? I thought that in order to do something like that, that, you know, I had to, I had to be that, that person, right? I had to qualify, but you would, you'd actually be super surprised, right? There's so many, you know what I mean? So many like high functioning, yes, um, just incredibly smart, uh, well-educated yes. mothers, doctors, lawyers, you know, just so many people who are yeah. living an alcohol-free life yeah. with so much experience. And we talk about community often, right? This is why we created the Now What a Society is because it's a place that you can come and you can share what you're going on, what's going on in your life. And chances are somebody is also going through that. So there again, that experience, having somebody that's gone through that has actually walked in your shoes, you get some great feedback, you know? I love it. Feedback community. Mm -hmm. I'm all in. Mm -hmm. So I hope that answers the question or provide some support for one of our listeners and for maybe you, maybe you're looking at this as well, right? Maybe you're thinking about trying this alcohol-free life out and what, what, what should you do? You know, uh, we are not doctors, no, right. So we're just here as a friend, uh, as people who have a lot of experience in this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you want to go on to the next question? Yeah, let's do it. What's the next question? You want me to read it? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Dear Tamara Lane, I'm going through something really personal in my marriage. I, I want to talk to my friends, but I don't know how I can do that. Should I keep my experience private? I listen to your episodes and everything is out there. Aren't you afraid that you will deter your listeners or your friends and family will think and look at you differently? <laughs> what do you think of that, Tamargo? <laughs> this is a good one for you. This is a really good one for me. Because um, if you've been listening for any amount of time, you'll know that a, you know, a few months ago I came uh, out about my sexuality. And... That was something that I did not, I wanted to keep private for a little bit. But what I have learned over the last 10 years is that when we actually start to get vulnerable, that you never know who might be listening and need to hear what you have to say, right? 
because when we share what we're going through, and I'm not talking share, like, yes, we share with the world, but I look at it as you guys are our friends. We're all hanging out in this big virtual living room, comfy couches, you know, wherever you are, sipping on your tea, and we're hanging out and having conversations. So I don't really look at it like I'm sharing it, you know what I mean, with people I don't care about or trust. Yeah, I, I like the living room analogy that you're giving here. Like we're just mm -hmm. hanging out with you in the living room. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I, I wish I knew exactly what this listener was talking about, right? Because then I could give more experience. Me too. Right? Uh, should I keep my experience private? So I'm, I'm thinking about some things that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. and honestly, when I keep those things wound, like bound up inside me, I get like a little constipated emotionally, physically, spiritually. I go dark. Yeah. That's what I'll say. I go super dark real quick. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I just blurt things out now mm -hmm. and say, I need to talk to you now. I'm going to share this with you now. Uh, it's taken me a while to not take it personally, like what other people think of me. Mm -hmm. I used to care a lot. Yeah. Now, you know, I'd rather save your life or I'd rather be a part of the solution, you know, than part of the problem. Yeah. Um, am I afraid? It's a, our friends and family will look at you differently. Yeah, I don't, you know what, if it's going to help somebody, there's something about being honest and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of self-respect. Yeah. I actually, so every time that I run a group through uh, any programs that I facilitated, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have always taken the approach, and maybe this isn't common for, you know, people who are coaching, I will always go through it with them and I will pick something that I will go through as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not mm -hmm. just, you know, me facilitating something. It's I'm also sharing my experience. And I actually had a client a year ago come mm -hmm. to me and say, you know, thank you for just being real. Mm -hmm. And she said, I've never had somebody like a teacher or a coach actually share that they were going through this stuff too like it makes you really human mm -hmm. and it allows us to see you working on these areas and that life is not mm -hmm. perfect and i'm like life is never perfect life is never perfect right mm -mm. Mm -mm. and that's why i've always stuck with that because yeah. i mean if someone doesn't like it then i guess they weren't meant to be there right yeah if the friends and family start to judge you and look at you differently Maybe it's time to look at the friends and family, right? Yeah. yeah. Like who, who do you want to be around you? Who, who's going to support you? Who's going to be there for you? Mm -hmm. uh, I think experience and sharing the experience is completely invaluable. Mm -hmm. I'm with you on this one tomorrow. Yeah. So if you want to be more specific with that question and write back into us, we would love it. And mm -hmm. maybe we can share a little bit more. Yeah. I've been uh, married and divorced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we have episodes. Also yeah. Yeah. around uh, these topics. Mm -hmm. So hope that supports you. Thank you. Uh, 
Okay. Our next question. You ready for it? Read it out. Okay. It says, dear Lane and Tamar, I've been experiencing waves of depression throughout the pandemic. My doctor immediately prescribed medicine without really finding out about my history. I don't really want to be medicated. What do you think? What do I do? What would you do? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. That's, that's, a, that's a good... This is, this is okay. First off, I'm just going to say again, we are not doctors. Yeah. We, we do not uh, prescribe medicine. We are not therapists. We are not, we are, we are speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. So now having said that tomorrow, you go, you give a stab. I was prescribed antidepressants years ago because I had mm -hmm. suffered from depression and anxiety. And I remember going to my doctor and I love my doctor. I mean, I've had him for a long time now. He's just incredible. And it's actually the way he they operate is that they get paid when they see you less. So there's more of an emphasis on getting to the root of the problem and fixing that so you don't have to come back. How is that possible? It's just there it's a certain practice that they've opened. And when oh, you when it. you go to them, they explain this. They say if uh -huh. you go to a clinic, we uh -huh. get deduct we get docked. So it 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 forces them to to run a really good and efficient practice and to spend time with you. Like my doctor and I chit chat. Awesome. That's beautiful. And so I was really, really struggling at this point in my life. And he, you know, he, we had a good talk about it, what that looked like, what being medicated would look like, what going and seeing a therapist would look like. And he, he actually went online and we, he started Googling some stuff. He's printed out some sheets, some questionnaires that I could do. He said, I'm going to put you on light antidepressants, but this is not going to be forever. We're going to go up to, and I, it was a very small dosage because he said, you need to do the work. He goes, there is stuff that you are currently either not doing or doing in your life, right? And this isn't for everybody. I'm not saying that you should not ever be medicated, but for me at the time, he forced me to actually do some homework go see a counselor to start to talk about things because a lot of the stuff that I was at experiencing depression and anxiety was trauma that I wasn't dealing with. And so when I started to deal with it, he started to wean me off of it. And I was on it no longer than a year. And that was it. And I didn't need it ever since. Like there's times where I feel depressed, but now I have the tools. All right. I have a lot to say about this one. Okay. Give her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for sharing that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. That was great. Um, so first I just want to address depression. Mm -hmm. Not a doctor. Yep. Done a lot of studying on this, right? That's just my brain. I get in there. I go down the rabbit holes. So the pandemic brought on a lot of depression for a lot of people, anxiety, depression. We went back and forth. It was like game ping pong. Yep. Uh, so I don't really want to be medicated. What do you think? What would you do? Uh, you know, for, I would, I'm not a doctor, but first thing I would do is I would think about and look at what I was putting in my body. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the first thing I'm going to do because a doctor's not going to ask you that a doctor's not going to say, well, what's your diet? Like a doctor's not going to say, what's your sleep cycle? Like a doctor's not going to say, what's your movement? Like all of these factors 
<laughs> have a huge role in the, your, your state, your moods. Uh, so there's that. Um, the next thing is that it says, I don't really want to be medicated. Well, that's, that's great. You're listening. Like there's something in your intuition that's saying, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I was coaching you, or if you were one of my clients, I would say you have to listen to that, right? There's something in you that's saying, no, I don't want to do that. That's really, really important. A lot of women just shut that off because they have a, a someone in authority or with a white coat saying, this is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And that's why so many people are overprescribed right now in our world. And, you know, kids are getting medicated now because they don't even want to ask the question. I, I, you know, oh God, tomorrow I got to tell you, I uh, am working with a new functional practitioner mm -hmm. and she has 30. It's, like, it's crazy. She has a lot of people that she's working with and she's always late. Mm -hmm. She, um, doesn't really have a full conversation with me. She's, I, I can tell that she wants to get through the conversation because she has another client or she has mm -hmm. another patient. Right. Um, I questioned something and she was like, no, that's not what I see. I, I don't think that's a, I think it's fine. That level. Okay. So here's a professional that has done this functional medicine work for 20 years. And she, she validated, I've been doing this for 20 years. I know. Well, I know my body. I've been doing this for 20, 23 years, really investigating. Mm -hmm. I'm working with, uh, a genetic, you know, a DNA, uh, functional practitioner who's helping me and they questioned what she was doing. Right. She, and I said, well, I, my, you know, this person is asking about this. Can you give me some feedback? Mm -hmm. And she just wouldn't, nope, she wouldn't do it. And it, and it really, it just, I thought, God, if this is the answer and I like her, I do like her. I like the work that she's doing, but, and I'm, I have a big, um, uh, what's the word, uh, vocabulary. I have a big breath. I have a lot of information about this particular area, right? My hormones and DNA, like I have a big amount of knowledge. So when she just said, no, that's that's right. I was like, Nope, I'm not doing it. Like I, I just said, no, I'm not taking that anymore. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Cause that's not the end. Like she just wasn't even willing. Right. Mm -hmm. But, and how does this relate to our listener? It, it goes back to that asking questions, mm -hmm. right. Working with a doctor that you can ask questions to. And if you're not find somebody else. And I know there, there's so many problems. Yeah. I'm going to call them problems, you know, problems with the healthcare system here in yeah. the States. And I don't know exactly where this listener is coming in from. Mm -hmm. Um, but be your, be your own advocate is what I want to say. Yeah. Be your own advocate. If that something doesn't feel right, investigate. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I have been down the rabbit hole for 23 years and of one here I am raising my hand. Right. Like who else is joining me on the journey? So mm, it's hard. That's a hard place to be in. Mm -hmm. But my experience is looking at what's on my plate, 
looking at my sleep and looking at my movement will probably change my mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and how you, how you talk, how you communicate, that was a cool yeah. thing learning that, you know, and, and I love people watching, right. I like to see how people react, especially when I was still in yep. corporate, right. You would pay attention to people coming in in the morning and those that, you know, led kind of a bit of a miserable existence. They were the ones that would walk in and be like, oh, somebody cut me off on the way here. And, you know, my alarm didn't go off. Like it was never good morning, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you could see problem after problem after problem happening. And, you know, for someone like me, I mean, I'm one of those people that I'm, you know, up in the morning and I'm like, morning. And I like to joke around. I bet you surprised so at that. happy. Yeah. I'm like, you, you send me the morning, you know, little stickers on my phone. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, God, she's already going. <laughs> wow. But that matters. Yeah, it like, does. You know, if you look outside, I could have looked outside. I mean, we've had a beautiful fall so far. Mm. It's been super warm. And today it got real cold. I could have looked outside and thought, oh, it's raining. It's cold. But you know what I did? I'm like, I get to wear my really comfy Lulus. I haven't been able to wear them for a long time. What are Lulus? Lululemons. Oh. I have these pants. Yeah. That are wearing pants. I'm wearing pants. You don't wear pants. I don't wear pants. But I was actually like, sweet, I can wear my Lulus. And you know, I love wearing hoodies, right? And I'm like, yes, it's perfect for you. I don't care if it's raining outside, bring Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good. Yep. So change the way you talk. The language you use does matter. It does. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like adding that on. Uh, One thing that, you know, I love our listeners sending us some questions uh, we have a lot of experience, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I think people discount experience, yeah, which is really, really sad. I did. Yeah. When I was about, you know, probably about five years ago now, I didn't like my corporate job. I, I, okay. I can't say that. I didn't enjoy it. It didn't fill my cup. And You know, I had thought about doing something more, but I didn't have a ton of education at that time. You know, I had some college and stuff like that, but I was like, well, I don't have a master's. I don't have a bachelor's degree. Like, who am I to do anything? And I I really had that thinking, no, I got to stay here where I know. But something pulled me. And when I started to kind of invest in myself, I started taking a few classes and I also went to some, I went to a, a event down in Los Angeles. I met other entrepreneurs in the health and wellness industry and i remember one of them asking like tomorrow you're not drinking what's your story i'm like i'm a retired professional right that always gets people laughing and you know she said oh you know is there something behind that and so we had just a really honest conversation because i wasn't ashamed of it and she's like why don't you share your story you know why don't you help other women in recovery, like overcome that complacency. And I'm like, well, who am I to do that? (laughs) Who are you not? That's the thing, because she said, Mm -hmm. Tamar, more women can probably relate to your story than maybe somebody who was institutionalized, right? Somebody went through treatment, somebody who went to jail. Like I definitely would have ended up there had I kept going, but it was pointed out that like your experience, think about everything that you've been through in your life, 
Why couldn't you support other people with that? Yeah. Yeah. I think experience is so valuable. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. I I have a master's in experience. (laughs) Actually, I probably have two PhDs in experience, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think about, sometimes I get upset about, well, I could have had three degrees by now, you know, and I'll just like do a little self abuse and then I'll find myself, I'll hear myself like kind of pitting me and I'll be like, no, my experience is so valuable. It's rich. And no one else has my point of view on a specific subject matter. Mm-hmm. Like my coach, my teacher, I love her. I trust her. I listen to her. I learn from her more than my doctor. Yeah. Right. Like, because she has the experience, she, she, she does the work and she shared her personal experience of why she does the work and how she does the work. And, and and it's like, yes, that's what I want, but she doesn't have the, the PhD behind her name. No, not at all. Right. But, but the experience and how she shares it with me, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. You're saving my life right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> like It's crazy. Totally. And one thing I want to point out is mm-hmm. that, so we have the now what Academy. Mm-hmm. So part of that is what I teach, which is the neuro change method yep. and the other half, you know, the connected calm masterclass. So we've combined these two super programs. Now at one point in my entrepreneur journey, I was actually talking to students before they would enroll to become practitioners, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a master mm-hmm. practitioner. Yep. And a lot of the the, the students or potential students who are inquiring about the program and many mm-hmm. who take the program are mm-hmm. psychologists. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a neuroscientist take it. We yeah. had um, doctors. Like these are yeah. all people with master's degrees. Some of them had mm-hmm. multiple master's degrees. And I asked them, why would you take a program like this, right, yeah. that I yeah. teach? Yeah. I do not have a master's mm-hmm. over, you know, going for more education. And they said, you know what? This is actually put into a language that the people that I want to affect, mm-hmm. that they can understand. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, mm-hmm. and they said, we have all this information, but we don't know how to relay yep. it to people in yep. a way that they're going to understand it. And yep. they said, we want the experience going through it and working on aspects of our lives. Yeah. That that's it's so it's so funny. That part right there is why the connected column master program is that. Yeah. Because people couldn't put it all together. Mm-hmm. And so I put it all together for them, right? The stages of mindfulness, the stages of breath work, what happens in the in the brain when we're in that deep theta state. It, it that's so I just what you said. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to point that out because I'm teaching it with that yeah. full experience of yep. everything I've been through, mm-hmm. right? Domestic mm-hmm. violence, alcoholism, yep. drug addiction. And we have doctors that are yep. also teaching yep. that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so good. It's yep. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the Now What Academy, if you yep. didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, you should, uh, you can, you can like jump into the Now What Academy on your own. Anytime. It's- in the community, you can sign up for that. It's DIY. You just go in and learn from Tamar and myself uh, and gain, I don't know. It's, it's all about change. I think mm-hmm. taking, you know, like 
taking your power, you know, getting unstuck mm-hmm. and, and being free. Like I feel free today. I feel more free every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. I and love- I've had clients say that too. Oh yeah. Totally. I love getting to a point when you realize that living outside your comfort zone is a mm-hmm. magical place to be. Yep. There's nothing like it. No. It's like <laughs> Yeah, I had uh, a woman this week. I went. She's she's a friend of mine, and uh, she's like, I don't understand how you can always just kind of gloat through life. Like, how how do things not affect you? And I just, it's because of this kind of lifestyle that we're both living, Mm -hmm. no, and and because we're both so committed. Like, I am so committed to it. I don't want things to um hit me and then i react yeah in an in a bad way <laughs> in a mean way in an angry way right I, it's like i'm done with that yeah in a sour way mm-hmm. no it's not good but we not also good. know when we need to step back and do that self care like we've Oof. done it before where we're like hey yeah. you know what can we record tomorrow instead yep and that's Gotta okay go. too yep Mm-hmm. But there's self-acceptance around that, yeah, right? But but you have to do the work to be able to say, I need to take a day off. I need some space tomorrow, yeah. right? Where, where we're coming to the table equal, mm-hmm. right? We, we know how to come to each other because we were in the work, doing the work. And if you don't know what the work is, it's deeply spiritual. It just is. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. it it's it's about being in the present moment. And, you know, I drop the F-bombs and I have a foul mouth and, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, everything that I'm doing is so I can maintain that connection, that spiritual essence, right? Like, so I can have this conversation with Tamar and have you listening. Otherwise, I'm like back in the mess. Ugh. It's really, it's really bad. Gross. The other day I thought about having a glass of wine with my husband because it's, you know, why not? He's got a new bottle of wine. He's like sitting there on the table. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, no, I don't want that. It would just, it would take everything away from me. Yeah. I saw my girlfriend bought a, the, you know, the Baileys and chocolate. Oh God. Cause she yes. was given that for work, right. For uh-huh, a gift. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, for a split second, I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I could drink like a normal person, mm-hmm. but instantly in my head, it's like, no, you can't. No, and that's okay. Because I know people who have not even gone that far mm-hmm. down the line and just said, you know what? Like, no, mm-hmm. why would mm-hmm. I put that into my body? No, doesn't. Right? I don't want it. No, 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 I'm in here. Uh, do you have anything to say about, uh, being a leader, being a thought leader. Somebody brought this up to me yesterday. I went kayaking <laughs> and she said, well, you're a thought leader. And I was like, well, the, 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 oh, she's like, yeah. And, and it kind of took me off by surprise. And, and so I wanted to throw it out to you. What do you think? Are you asking me if I'm a thought leader or what I think about it? Both. So in my experience, I've had people do things without mm-hmm. having to ask them because 
I am walking this journey and mm -hmm. they will listen mm -hmm. and they come to me after the fact and they say, hey, I was listening to a show or mm -hmm. I went back through one of the trainings that you offered mm -hmm. and I actually took action and did this. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know me, I'm an Aquarius. I got yep. my, I come up with these whooshes of ideas yep. and yep. for a long time, I used to think, well, that's stupid. <laughs> Nobody's going to listen to me. Right. That's crazy. It's a crazy idea. And I was told you need to tap into that. So when yeah. those whooshes come to me now, mm -hmm. as you are often the person on the opposite end taking the whoosh. <laughs> yep. Right. It's I can't be ashamed of that. It's no, like, you know, who you cares if it's a crazy idea? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think, uh, you know, when I think thought leader, I think of somebody who isn't afraid to step outside the box and their mm -hmm. box and they're not afraid to say what's mm -hmm. on their mind. Yes. That's it right there. I, I yeah. Yeah. When she called me a thought leader, I, I really kind of was like, well, how do I feel about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that yet. I'm still out to jury on that. I, I do think there is something about taking ownership of it and like, okay, yes, Tamar's taking ownership of it. Mm -hmm. Like you're out there in the world doing that. Uh, I don't know. But I also don't like labels. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a label, label person either. But maybe it's important to just say, hey, you know what? We know we know what the, we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I guess we wouldn't be having these conversations. No. Yeah. We don't, we don't, you know, we, we share our experience. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. everything yeah. we talk about on this show, all the topics yeah. we create are yeah. all based on things that we have lived through. Yeah. And I guess maybe that is the, that is the thought leader. Mm-hmm. Right. Is is that person out there sharing their experience, shepherding the message, whatever that message may be. I hope it's in a kind way. I hope it's relatable. I hope we're doing a good job. Do you think we're doing a good job? I think we're doing a good job. Okay. Great. I, I also think it's people who want to create their movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. Now what society? Yeah. What, we are. What's your now what? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so I hope those, you know, we answered the questions. Uh, please send us more questions. I would love to do this like once a month. I think we should be so good. Yeah. Uh, don't be afraid. You've got this. Anything else? No, just make sure you come check out the community. We have some really yeah. cool things going on. We talked about, I think last episode, midday meditations that we have, you know, you're doing so a perfect lunch break. Yeah. 12 p.m. PST. Right. Yes. Challenges. Really Come join me next month for our oh, yeah. 30 day <laughs> witness to Mar change challenge. I just changed the name. Witness yourself change <laughs> and the shelf indulgence book club. Yep. Sundays, 9 a.m. PST. Join us. November. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out, Lane. It was fun. Thanks for getting real, real. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.